Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, the lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Milkies. Milkies makes handcrafted keepsakes from your breast milk, a lock of hair, or umbilical cord. And today's episode is also brought to you by Fairhaven Health. With the Milkies Milk Tray, you can freeze your breast milk into one-ounce sticks so you can thaw just the right amount of milk for each feed. And we will hear more from these sponsors and their awesome products. Um, but right now, I think Diane has our review of the week. I do have our review of the week. And it is from, I have to go back. We've been getting some amazing reviews that I have a hard time like picking out which one I want to do. <laughs> and I hope people realize that like I do read them. I don't just like randomly. Oh, yeah. You know, I read them. Yeah, we love them. I love them. Love them. Um, so this one is from Kylie Thompson. And she says, so, so thankful. I'm a first time mom to a baby girl. She is now 15 weeks old. I started listening to you guys a few weeks ago and ah, I am so glad I found this podcast and I wish I had discovered it when I was pregnant. Breastfeeding my daughter has not been easy from day one and I was often in tears about it. My in-laws family always told me to just give her formula. It'll be easier for the both of you. She won't spit up like that. She doesn't like your milk. I was tempted to give up, and I was just so heartbroken it wasn't working out. Two weeks ago, she was diagnosed with severe laryngomalacia and had an emergency surgery to open up her airway. Come to find out, this was the cause of all of our issues. <clears throat> I am so glad that I didn't give up and give in to all of the negative comments. We're three months in, and she's now breastfeeding like a pro two weeks post-op. You ladies give me so much confidence about breastfeeding. Thank you for what you are doing. It's amazing. And this was the beginning of January that she sent this. So I hope that they are doing amazing still. And it's a lot to go through. It is a lot to go through. And the whole thing, like, she doesn't like your milk. Like, what a horrible thing to say to somebody. It's just terrible. She doesn't like your milk. I mean. How does that even? Oh. I know. It's awful. Um, and laryngomalacia is for anybody who doesn't know what this is, like this happens with a lot of babies, but it it's in like, it depends on how severe it is. You know, sometimes it just kind of goes away on its own, but it's where the, um, the esophagus can kind of like just the muscles are weak and they fold in and it makes it difficult for babies to breathe and feed and you can hear like a you know like a very specific kind of scratchy noise when they cry or if they're swallowing and sometimes it's not recognized right away um i've had babies with this i had one baby that had this severe enough that they he had to have a, a surgery you know had to have surgery as well and it's just it's heartbreaking you know and it really took a lot for that mom to find to get answers so and it sounds like it was kind of the same way with this mom too so Good for you for keeping it going because it's a really hard thing to do when you're trying to find reasons why something is is difficult. And you know something is wrong and mm -hmm. maybe people are blowing it off or they're like, well, you know, it's just it's just a baby thing or it'll go away or it'll get better. And yeah. you're like, mm, I know something else is going on here. Yeah, that's your mom instinct strong. So thank you for the review. We love them. Um, we love hearing what's going on. And even like the ones that that tell us like how you've overcome too are really important. I think they're really powerful. So thank you very much for that. And if you want to leave us a review, please do. You can do it on iTunes um, or you can send us a message too. We read those off as well. And we'd love to hear from you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> for sure. 
So this week, we're going to talk about, can I tell them? Yeah. <laughs> they probably already know. I know. Oh, yeah. It's in it's the, in the title. title. <laughs> oh, my God. They're like, get to it, ladies. I know. Oh, my God. I'm so, like, slow right now. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk about medications. So, and it's on, like, obviously, you know, how we said it's in the title. But medications, like, I, I don't even know. I don't even have words for this. This is, like, the question I get a lot is, like, well, you know, I'm on antidepressants or I have to have this procedure and then I have to take these meds and can I take these meds? Are they safe? Mm-hmm. I was told that I have to stop breastfeeding. I was told to pump and dump. I was told, you know, that, yeah, that I have to, yeah, that I was had to mostly have to stop breastfeeding or pump and dump. Um, and there's just so much more to it than that. There is so much more. And I always try to tell people, like, medications are a gray area. It's not black or white. It's not like, oh, yeah, you, you can't take this. You can't take that. You have to, you know, like, it really... It's really confusing. And um, I have a, well, I have several great examples because I deal with this all the time. But I yeah. do have a mom. Um, she, well, she's pregnant, but we're still going to call her a mom because she's pregnant. She's growing <laughs> yes. her baby. And um, we're colleagues. She's, we work in a, you know, different capacity together. And um, we went out to talk about, she wanted to talk about a medication that she's on and um, was told by one doctor that it's not okay to breastfeed and was told by another doctor that it's fine to breastfeed. So she was well, like, well, there you go. I figured I would come and talk to you about it. And, you know, and she just wanted some, you know, some peace of an mind. An answer? Yes. An answer and peace of mind that she was making the right decision. And was there anything else that she, we needed to consider? Because there are other things. There's definitely things to consider. And we're going to get into all that. But it is confusing. And she's somebody who's very educated in the medical field. So she, you know, knows, but even no matter how educated you are in the medical field, when it's your own body and your own baby, you are trusting other people's opinions on what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really can be confusing. And the one thing that and often those people that you're trying to trust don't have the information. They don't deal with breastfeeding. They don't deal with breastfeeding at all. And they don't, they're just like a lot of times, a lot of times the um just the the reflexive answer is just like no you can't breastfeed with that yeah. you have to pump and dump no you can't do that um when that's not there's not that might it's usually not the case no it's and i mean i should probably be careful even though we know i won't but the um i did get you know i did get in trouble about this recently because i said in front of a pharmacist that you know pharmacists sometimes don't know They're not trained in lactation. And that's the thing. That is nothing against anybody in the medical field. It's nothing against pharmacists. It's nothing against anything like that. It is just about the fact that lactation is its own entity and they are not trained in this. They aren't. They are not trained in this. And when we tile it, when we really break it down for you, you're going to go, oh my God, this makes so much sense. I get it now. And you're going to realize why this is not so cut and dry. But it is very frustrating when... I talk to a mother or when you talk to a mother that says that they did pump and dump their milk or they did wean over a certain medication when we know it wasn't necessary. Yeah. But often moms will tell me, but I was told it'll go to the baby. Well, of course, everything you, everything goes to the baby at some point, like everything does if you're breastfeeding, but that doesn't mean it's harmful. 
Right. That's exactly. the thing. It doesn't mean it's harmful. And you're also you're also weighing the it's also a you know, you gotta weigh the benefits and the risks. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of times where it's worth it. It's totally worth it. That that the the you know, the chance or the levels of that are passing to your breast milk and going to the baby are so low that it's just, you know, that's like a non issue. Right. And your health is like important. Is the most important thing. <laughs> the most important thing. And so we are going to, you know, we're going to be weighing the pros and cons of each situation. Like, is it worth taking this risk? Is it? And sometimes it is. And you go, oh, it's not worth taking any kind of risk. Well, that's not true. That's not true. You know, the whole, this is where that martyr thing comes in too. Because a lot of times people be like, well, no, I don't want to. So I'll just suffer with these horrific allergies and I can't breathe and I'm miserable instead or of taking depression something. and anxiety. Depression, like, and anxiety is a that. big one. Yeah. Depression, anxiety, um, pain medication. No, yeah. I won't take it because I'm delaying fr- surgeries. Like, yeah. This is none of this is necessary. It is not. It is not necessary just because somebody says to you, oh, no, you can't breastfeed. And it's like some, a dentist or somebody that. It doesn't have any kind of information. I, I always right. feel like we're picking on dentists, which we don't. We need them in our lives. Please, if you're a dentist, don't hate us because we do love you. But the thing is that we need to really be transparent about who's got the breastfeeding information and who doesn't. Right. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. So. Totally. Where should we start? Um, well, let's start with... Um, where do people get this information? Oh, God. Google? Where do people go for reliable information? Yeah. Maybe that's the last part. I know. Yeah. That's... <laughs> the first part. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, what, what meds can we, what meds are a concern, what are not a concern? Yeah. So, first of all, the only ones that are really a huge concern are things like street drugs, obviously chemotherapy medications and um, HIV medications. Those are ones that are really like, okay, maybe we should reconsider breastfeeding with these. I had one situation in all my years that I can remember where we, we agreed the pediatrician and I together agreed that maybe breastfeeding wouldn't be a good idea because the mom was on so many things and they weren't, they weren't any of those drugs, but they were a lot of, um, a lot of like mental health things, not even depression, anxiety, more like lithium, things like that, but on several and the baby had some health compromises. So we were like, okay, okay yeah, that's, you know, that's a unique situation. Right. And there was more than one thing going on there. So we kind of looked at the whole picture, but that wasn't even like, oh no, forget it. Like we really, we looked at, at the whole thing and we were like, maybe it would be better you know, if, if we just, maybe it would be better with this one. Um, I know that when women are pregnant, right, you can't take anything really like a Tylenol, you know, you can take Tylenol. I think you can still take like Zyrtec. You can take some things, you know, but you can't take heavy, like you can't take pain medications, right. When you're pregnant, if you have some kind of pain or some, if you have a migraine, like you have women that suffer with migraines regularly and stuff like that, you can't take that kind of medication when you're pregnant, right? Like that's something that they tell you you can't take because it goes straight to the baby through the umbilical cord. Right. And this is the same thing, the kind of the similar conversation with alcohol is when we're talking about alcohol and breastfeeding, 
I think people confuse it with alcohol and pregnancy. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, I had, when I was pregnant with Jack, I was super stressed out. And I was like eight months pregnant. And the nurse was like, you know, you can have a glass of wine. Do you know that? And I was like, I didn't know that. She's like, it's okay. Your baby's developed. Like, I'm comfortable telling you that. And so I was like, okay. So, you know, there's some sort of like, some people might totally disagree with that. And I get it. Um, But pregnancy is totally different than breastfeeding. Totally different. Yeah. It's a completely different thing. The baby's in you sharing your blood. Right. When the baby's outside and drinking your milk, that's a different situation. Right. Everything gets metabolized first. Right. But you're pregnant. Everything goes to the baby through the umbilical cord. But they tell you, don't take anything stronger than a Tylenol. And then you go into labor and they give you an opioid. (laughs) So, and nobody, and then they tell you it doesn't go to the baby. Like, come on. And sometimes they give you multiple opioids. Oh, yeah. So let's break that down. You know, like that's perfectly okay to the medical profession. Everybody says that that's perfectly fine, which it, it like we don't, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because we know that it happens and we know that it's necessary. I mean, you're not going to have a cesarean section without, you know, medication, obviously. Right. But how are we going from that to what happens after you have the baby and now people are telling you you can't take stuff? Right. Right. Like that doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't, if you really look at it, it doesn't even make any sense. And when I used to work in the hospital, we would get phone calls from like the other, the surgical floor and they'd be like, oh, we have a mom that's, you know, three months postpartum. She's coming in for a gallbladder to be taken out. Um, She's going to have to pump and dump after surgery for how long? And it's like, we have women with C-sections that aren't pumping and dumping. What are you talking about? And they're like, oh, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. never mind." And it's like, come on, this is common sense to a certain degree. Like some of it really is common sense. But then once you get to like other medications and people are really unsure about it, we need to look at things like how old is the baby? Because as the baby gets older, they can metabolize differently. They metabolize better. So an older baby can handle a medication a little bit better than a younger baby can. And then you also have to think about, like, how often are you breastfeeding? And how frequently are you breastfeeding? Is it a year-old baby where you're only breastfeeding a few times a day? Or is it a newborn that's breastfeeding 12 times a day? What's the dosage of the medication? What's the half-life of the medication? You know, like, there's so much to it. It's not just like, yes, you can take it. No, you can't take it. Right. And I think that that's where it comes in with, like, with – um the medical professionals that are helping you with whatever situation that you're in, whether you're, whether it's a psychiatrist that's helping you with a, with a, you know, an antidepressant or it's a dentist that's helping you with a medical procedure or, you know, surgery or whatever. They're not trained in lactation. They're not trained in all, there's like so many meds out there, Mm -hmm. you know, no one, no one person is going to know every single med and like how it, you know, affects breastfeeding. Um, and so the knee jerk reaction is to just be like, no, you can't breastfeed with this. You know, we're just, we're going to take, you know, we're just, there's no room for them to sit down and, you know, research these things with you. Like they're not, they don't have time to do that. They're not going to do that. You're going to have to do it yourself. And I, I wish I could find this. I was, I remember this last night. 
many years ago now, it was on the Badass Breastfeeder Facebook page. Somebody sent me something to to share, and it was it was her breastfeeding her baby, and you could see the top of her head. She had a scar that went from e- her ear all the way to the other side of her ear. Oh my god! Clamped. She had had brain surgery. And she said that she had gotten through it with a very, you know, supportive doctor um, who was willing to sit down. And Dr. Hale is somebody who's done extensive research on breastfeeding and medication. And he's got several resources that we'll share with you. Yeah. Um, But she had sat down with a doctor who was willing to look into all of this with her. And she had made it breastfeeding through this entire thing because they had sat down together and found medications that were found to be safer than others. And she did it. It's, but that's different. That's very unique that this doctor was willing to do that. I mean, I always tell people, like, here's the resources. Look into it yourself and go to your doctor and say, is there any chance I could take this instead of this? Mm-hmm. You know, is there any chance we could lower this dosage or we could, you know, and you, you know, you have to come with them with that information a lot of times, though. Yeah, you do, because sometimes they just kind of very quickly just dismiss it. Well, yeah, there's no, there's not, and I mean, it's really no fault to them. I mean, they, you know, these are, medical institutions are, you know, there's very, very, as we know, there's very strict protocols, there's, they don't have, you know, they've got patients lined up, you know, they've got surgeries lined up, they've got whatever lined up, and it's like, you know, we got to keep this moving, you know, we don't have time to sit down and give everyone you know, several hours of our time to work through this. And the other thing too, it's not even like, it's not even necessarily, okay, this is a doctor they should know, or it's a doctor they, you know, they won't know. Sometimes it depends on the, on the condition, you know, and like the mom that I was just referring to a few minutes ago, um, the pregnant one, her condition is something that they don't typically see in younger females. So she knows she's like, I know that they probably don't come across women that are pregnant with this condition. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to think about that too. Like maybe your doctor is amazing and so educated on your condition, but is it something that happens during pregnancy? You know, is it something that happens with breastfeeding women? You know, um, there's a couple of things that really, really get to me with the medication thing. And maybe we should do our yes. break and then I'll yes. get into that because you know I'll, yes I'll hold on to those yes. hold on to your seats I'll write everyone. it down otherwise I'll forget <laughs> <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by Milkies breastfeeding might seem like it goes on forever but before you know it this time will be over someday it will be a distant memory what if you could preserve this precious time in a personalized memento Milkies jewelry is handcrafted by an artist named Cassia. Just a few drops of your liquid gold undergoes a unique process of preservation and then made into stunning keepsakes such as the Unity Ear Studs, Over the Moon Necklace, and many, many other styles that can be seen at milkies.us. Cassia is a breastfeeding mother herself and passionate about our choice to breastfeed whenever, wherever, and however we want. Besides your breast milk, strands of hair and umbilical cord can be incorporated into your jewelry. Your order can also include a birthstone and a personalized engraved tag. Your intimate relationship immortalized in a keepsake, the most personal jewelry you'll ever own. Each piece tells a unique story. Visit milkies.us, that's M-I-L-K-I-E-S, dot U-S, and enter code BADASS in your shopping cart, and you'll receive $15 off of your purchase. 
And today's episode is also brought to you by Fairhaven Health. With the milk trays, you can make the chore of pumping and storing breast milk easier. The milk trays look like regular ice cube trays, but actually have 16 semi-cylinder cavities that each hold one ounce of breast milk. Your milk is frozen into one-ounce sticks. The milk sticks fit through all bottle openings and allow you to thaw just the right amount of milk for each feeding so you're not wasting even a drop of your precious liquid gold. The milk trays come with lids that protect your milk while it freezes and allow for stacking to free up space in your freezer. Once frozen, you can simply transfer the milk sticks to a freezer bag, freeing up your milk trays for more milk. Reusable, environmentally friendly, and made with food-safe plastic. The milk trays can be used later for baby food as well. Head to fairhavenhealth.com, that's F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health, Fairhaven Health, and use promo code BADASS for 10% off of your purchase. All of our sponsors, the links, and their promo codes can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Along with all of our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, our show notes with further information about this episode, and information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane. And I have our breastfeeding tip of the week. Who wants to hear it? I do! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this week I asked people, what is the best breastfeeding advice anyone's ever given you? And Ashley Joy Dosher says, someone told me, just stop worrying and feed your baby. Ah, that's a good one. She was so right, and I was overanalyzing everything and so worried I almost sabotaged myself. And I love that because it's so true. Hey, I mean, it's really easier said than done. It's like, stop worrying. It's like somebody, it's like my dad. It's like, just don't be scared of flying. Just, uh, just don't worry. Just stop. Just calm down. Like, <laughs> like that's like, who does that? I mean, how can you? I know. Like, your feelings are your feelings. And it's every, first of all, overanalyzing early on in breastfeeding and parenting is, that's how it is. Right. That's just how it is. And it's a matter of, like, getting the information and recognizing when you're, when it's your anxiety versus something's actually wrong. Yeah. And, you know, but that's the really good, you know, once you, you got to wade through that. Yeah. And usually things are okay. Yeah, that's a really good one. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, Ashley so Joy. What are you, Ashley Joy Dosher. So, from Facebook. From Facebook. Woo! I know, sometimes we do Instagram. So. Yeah, I kind of trade off. All right, so I'm going to get on my, should I get on my soapbox? So everybody waited long enough for Please me to start complaining. Take the stage. Yeah. Yes. So one of the things that really gets to me about the medications is people assuming that it's not okay and not referring on. And I've had a lot of moms, and I know we talk about this in a lot of areas of breastfeeding, that is always like a, a huge, a huge piece of problem where nobody refers to a lactation consultant for these things. So I have seen moms really struggle for months and not taking something when it was absolutely perfectly safe to do so. And yeah. that is sad to me. And they never are told, oh, why don't you ask a lactation consultant? I'm not sure. So maybe you should ask a lactation consultant. 
you know, like nobody set thinks to do that. What are we here for then? Like what, honestly, what are we here for? If you're not going to consult with us over lactation issues, that's literally our name. Like <laughs> why you don't, I don't understand why people don't do that. Like, why don't they just ask us? This is the stuff we have information on. And quite honestly, I love to be able to research this stuff because then it educates me more. You know, often it's the same medications over and over again. You know, it really is often the same things. Antibiotics, pain meds, cold meds, antidepressants, anti-anxiety. Like those ones are pretty common. And people will say to me like, oh, can I take this? Can I take that? And usually off the top of my head, I know if it's fine. But when I get one that I don't know, I'm like, you know what? Let me look into that a little bit because I want to know. Because I might have somebody else that needs to know that later on down the line. And now I've got the information. Like, I feel like that's giving good care, right? Like, what is, you know, um, the other thing that is really, really important is that you can't just stop. You you can't just stop breastfeeding. If somebody says to you, oh, you can't take this. And I've had this happen with a mom that had very severe postpartum um, depression, postpartum, almost postpartum psychosis and was hospitalized. And they told her, oh, you can't breastfeed anymore on this medication. And just like told her to stop, which A, wasn't true. And B, is dangerous for your mood to just stop breastfeeding. It's a very, breastfeeding is very hormonal. And if you have it, like we've talked about, we've had episodes about weaning and postpartum depression with weaning and, you know, things like that. We've gone back to those episodes or we should go back to those episodes and and kind of like, you know, link those in later too. Because if you just stop breastfeeding that can be really, really complicated for your body and can cause more problems anyway. So we need to like look at that as well. You can't just yeah. stop. And doctors sometimes don't realize you can't just stop. No, and they tell you like you just you have to stop. But people say people message me that too. I have to start taking medication, so I have to stop breastfeeding. How do I wean right now? That's not a I'm like, like no, oh no, tomorrow wait you'll a be minute, done. Wait. Let's let's back up. <laughs> let's back it up a little bit. So there's always more to this. Like I said, we have to look at we have to consider the age of the baby. We have to consider the dosage of the medication. How long are you gonna be taking it? Is it a long term thing? Is it a short term thing? What is it? Like sometimes people say, Oh, can I you know, I, I was told I can't breastfeed and it's like a topical cream that isn't even going anywhere oh, yeah. near your nipple. Like, come on. It's perfectly I know. safe. Well, I yeah, I talk about this. I've talked about this before. I had an ear infection when Jack was a baby. And I went to the um to an ENT and he gave me like, you know, the real strong stuff and actually said, like, don't don't take this. We're gonna try this first. Let's not take this because you're breastfeeding. And like I contacted a lactation consultant that I know later and she was like what oh my god just put it in your ear like it goes in your ear <laughs> it's, it's true drops I'm like she's like oh my god just put it in your ear <laughs> put it in your ear right now I just don't get it I don't get it and I know I mean I understand that nobody wants anything to happen to the baby but if it's perfectly safe moms should not struggle either but and now no, I had yeah I know, like, it was probably, like, a year or two ago now that I had a run-in with a doctor who, a mom that I know very well, because I helped her with her baby, contacted me over a medication that was for, God, I can't even, I, it was some kind of, like, sinus infection or something like that, and it was a heavy-duty antibiotic, and this doctor told her that she couldn't take it, 
and I, and the baby was well over a year and I believe it was a medication that they give to kids. So I was, you know, and obviously a smaller dose, but still, if it's safe enough for another child, you know, for a child, I would think that you can breastfeed on it because it's not even going directly to the baby. And I said something to him about it because I ran into him and I said something to him about it. And he's like, oh, well, oh, well, she's oh, suffering. No. You mean, oh, well, come on. Oh, my God. Like this is and I remember like texting you and we did an episode on it because I was so mad about this. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. This is somebody's health and well-being. Mothers really are traumatized over how to care for themselves when a baby is involved. You can't yeah. just look at this like, oh, they'll be fine. No, you try working through a freaking sinus infection and taking care of an infant. It's, right. You know, it just it is unbelievable to me how this is so disregarded. And it's really OK. Ninety five percent of the time. There's very few medications that you cannot take. Right. Right. And so if you have a question about a certain medication, do the research yourself. And I always send people to infantrisk.com. That's a good one. Yep. Lactmed is a good one. What I, which is, Lactmed is also, this is all Dr. Hale's research. Mm-hmm. Lactmed is the um, app, and infantrisk.com is the website. And what I like about the website, as soon as you go here, there's a hotline. You can just call them and ask somebody. Who knows? And get help. Yeah. yeah, somebody who knows. And they can, you know, they can help you work through this. Um, and then you can take that. And what a lot of people do is they'll gather the information from here and they'll bring it to their doctor and say, you know, you told me that I have to stop breastfeeding. Um They'll either say it to their doctor or know for yourself that you don't have to stop breastfeeding because remember that your doctor's not your boss. So, you know, they don't dictate like what you're doing in your life. So you can either, you can have peace of mind from here or you can know that you don't have to pump and dump because, I mean, when do we pump and dump? We don't. Go, yeah. Like, just, <laughs> just don't do it ever. Don't do that. Um, and, and, um, you can have this information, and like we said, LACMED is the so LACMED is the app in the Google Play Store, and I think we've found out that it's by a different name in the in the app Apple Store, yeah. Which is I'll find it. It's weird because I have it because now, I, but I don't know what. I well, don't. it must have changed because also the one in the App Store is oh here wait I um is. It just says Hale's medications and mother's mother's milk. Oh, okay. Um, but it's also, I believe, um, a paid app now. Oh. But you don't have to worry about that. You can go right to Infant Risk, which is the same thing. There's a lot of ways to get the info, and it's or call a lactation consultant, yeah. and they can um, help you work through it. But if somebody, if you, if you have to go through a medical procedure. If you are taking an antidepressant or any kind of, you know, medication um, for your own mental health, if you're taking if anything and somebody tells you you have to stop breastfeeding, it's not safe or you have to pump and dump or whatever, like that's your signal to look it up somewhere else, to go research it and find the information 
to either bring back to that doctor or to just know for yourself um, what you're actually dealing with. Or a lot of times you can you can look up these things or if you talk to somebody at this hotline, you can go back to your doctor and say, would it be okay if I took this instead of this? Yeah. And they don't care. No, I mean, it's there's always different options. Yeah. Well, so perfect. That's my okay. suggestion: is do that research yourself. Yeah, and you're gonna have to be your own advocate here, like usual. Be your own advocate and think logically about it too. You know, really like look at the situation, think logically about it. Because um, sometimes I've even had people tell me they take something during pregnancy and are told they can't take it when they're breastfeeding. So it's like that doesn't make sense either. So we really need to like look at it logically. Surgeries, you know, procedures, pain medication, things like that. Is it anything worse than what you would get after childbirth? You know, like, look at that situation. Think about how old your baby is. Think about the dosages. You know, there's a lot of questions to be asked here. And if somebody gives you that blanket statement of, no, you can't take it, ask them about that. Well, what about the dosage? Is the dosage okay? What about the fact the baby's not eating all the time? If it's a full-term healthy baby, they're metabolizing that medication. So it's, it is probably perfectly safe. But yeah, definitely get educate yourself on it. Yep. And, and you can find all, we'll put all these links at um, badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Yeah, so you can get it too. Yay! Everybody can. They'll all be medication experts. Yeah. You all An want. expert on your own medication, yes. which is yeah. the best. Yeah, it, it really is. And you know, you don't really think about it. You don't really think to say, you know... Oh, okay. Maybe I should ask somebody else. This person should know their doctor, or this person should know. But you know, they might not, and that's okay. They're not supposed to know every single thing, right? Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.